Hello and welcome to Media Monday Show. As always, I'm not Gino. And I'm not John. And like I uh I played this for Becca the other day, like the beginning of things, like just to be like she heard me playing it to make sure things were sounding right. She's like, You yeah. do that every time. It sounds stupid. So thanks, Becca. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> if you think it sounds stupid too, please write to us. Yes. MediaMondayShow at gmail.com. That yep. is the email, right? Yep. Okay. I we don't we don't mention it enough, so like it's not in my head. <laughs> yeah, we don't also check it, so you know. Right? You hear me typing right now to check it? Yep, that's what you're doing. <laughs> so apparently, if well, I mean, just not apparently, just if Fantasy Movie League was still a thing, Hamilton would have kicked everyone's ass. Yeah. Like, uh, fair enough. Um, they got like all the views. I've got, I've got statistics. Was it supposed to be in theaters? It was originally supposed to have a 2021 release in theaters, but yeah. Disney decided to go ahead and release it early for plague purposes. Yeah, to to drive sales for Disney Plus. Yep. So they they all agreed to release it early. Disney and Lin Manuel Miranda and all that. I don't know how much say he had in it. But right. Yeah. I don't. Said that he agreed to it. Like I don't was, know who has the rights to. Yeah, I, th I think he signed all the rights over. But they figured that seeing how um, there was no Broadway performances like there's no traveling performances of hamilton there's no broadway performances of hamilton right they figured it's not going to cut into that at all and who knows when theaters are actually going to be able to do that again anyway so right might as well go ahead and get it out there yeah and and then yeah so if it, if it had been out there it would have done really well it would it would have beat ghostbusters yeah which it would have, I think it would have beaten just about anything they put it up against. Maybe I don't know. I don't know who uh, who would pay to go to the theater to see it. I think a lot of people would pay to go see it in the theater because they can't pay to go see it at a proper theater. Right. Like Sarah and I definitely would have gone, and I'm sure a lot of other people who can't get tickets or aren't really able to go see shows like that would definitely go to their local theater. I don't think it would be on top for long, but like that opening weekend would have been fantastic. Yeah. I don't know. I watched half of it. Did you watch to the intermission? Yeah. Okay, yeah. And then I was like, I need a break, and then I never came back to it. Yeah, it's good, though. I enjoy the um, studio recording of the, the soundtrack. Mm -hmm. More than I enjoy the music in the performance itself. Okay. But there's a lot of things that you don't get from the visual performance on the the soundtrack, so. Yeah. That makes sense. I, I yeah. I felt the same way about, like, Rent back in the day. Yeah, I'd heard I heard lots Rent. of the songs, and... Did you say you hate Rent? I hate it. I despise it. Oh. Okay. I, I have trouble with the premise, and I don't think the music is that good. Okay. 
Yep. So I'm going to just keep shitting on it until you, you know, are numb to my. What if that's how threat. I feel about Hamilton? I mean, that's fine. That's your opinion. It's wrong, but you know. <laughs> I don't know. What? A, what about the the Muppet version of Hamilton? <laughs> I I listened to that. Yeah, I listened to a good portion of that. Sarah listened to it like two or three times. <laughs> It's impressive. Like One got, guy did I all that. I got to the point where it was all like, like, like I listened to like the first like fifteen seconds, and then it went into like Beaker going me 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 me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, nope, this is hilarious, but I'm done with it. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 pretty clever. It's it's well done, and seeing how just one fan did all that, that's it's impressive. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. Makes me so... very jelly that I didn't do it. <laughs> uh, so I guess we should do some news. Like, yeah, yeah. apparently the intro is all about Hamilton, and we don't have to talk about that later in what we watch. Yeah. Um. But uh, let's see here. News. Um. I think you put this first thing in here. Is it still true, yeah. or what's the deal with that? Uh, that's that's the current plan right now. Is the AMC is now planning to open up their theaters, or at least. A, a limited selection of their theaters on July 30th in preparation for um, Tenet and Mulan and all those things that have been pushed back to August. Yeah. Aren't they doing... Um, um, I heard they were doing Inception. Inception? Yeah, they, they, were, they were planning to do that. I don't think they are, though. No? I'm, I'm I thought not they sure. were doing that like a week or two before they were doing Tenet. I mean, I think that's the plan. I just don't know if that's actually going to be happening. I, right, don't, yeah, yeah. I, I honestly don't see theaters opening in August. Yeah, um, I agree. Theaters, AMC has come out and announced that um, because of their policies, or maybe it's Alamo Drafthouse. Yeah, Alamo Drafthouse said that because of their policies, their place is going to be safer than the grocery store. And a study that was just released recently is that uh, movie theaters will be considered high risk and is more dangerous and more risky than flying on an airplane. Wow. Yeah. At least on an airplane, you can wear a mask and doesn't have to... I mean, airplanes have recirculated air. Yeah, fair enough. So, Um, I mean, it's it's one of those things, like... (laughs) Like, originally, a lot of them were saying they weren't going to have um, required masks. And now, all the theaters say they're going to have required masks. And that's the only way that I would attend a theater, is if everybody had to wear a mask. Yeah, but... uh, But I mean, people are still going to... I'm sell concessions. Yeah. And it's like, well, you have to be wearing your mask if you're not eating concessions or drinking. I'm still going to have person that's just four feet away from me crunching away using their mask as a feed bag <laughs> uh, let's see here moving on uh, so uh, they're going to recast uh, Kristen Bell in Central Park oh really makes sense to me because why would they have the whitest girl ever playing um a uh, black girl. Fair enough. And I mean, there's been a lot of outrage because of a lot of that stuff. So yeah, 
more true casting. Um, and they're also going to recast uh, Marshmallow, who's like a like a transgender uh, black character on Bob's Burgers. Okay. To like it's it's played by some white guy currently. But I, I, I believe it's somebody who does like a number of voices for the show. I mean, so yeah, in general, for a lot of voice talent, they because Hank Azera, like all kinds of right. voice actors, all the big ones, they play like a dozen different characters on all the shows that they do, mm-hmm. and that's just how the industry works. I mean, if you had to cast an individual person for every animated voice. It would make animation too expensive to actually do. You just shoot the actual thing as a live action thing. But animation is so cheap because you can hire just 10 people and have them do an entire universe worth of voices. Yeah, like like a good like third of uh, Bob's Burgers is uh, H. John Benjamin. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's just... I mean, I get where a lot of people are coming at, but the thing is, is like saying that you have to have black voice actors playing black characters. I mean, that creates a stereotype of, oh, their voice doesn't sound black enough. I suppose that's true. I mean, I their know. voices. I, I get why a lot of voice actors, like the voice actor that plays um, Cleveland on uh, Family Guy, he's officially said that he's retiring from the position. Like, they can recast him or get rid of the character, but he's not going to be doing it because he's a white guy. Mm-hmm. So it's just one of those things. I, I think that if you're going to have anything involving African culture, I think that it's, it's important. Like the whole thing with Cleveland is he's the butt of a lot of jokes and he's the reason for a lot of uh, like punchlines involving black culture and heritage. Right. Um, but if you're just having a character and it's just a voice and they happen to be black, I, I don't see any issue with casting. Same thing for a white person in a thing, casting a black voice actor. I think that that's fine. Like uh, with, uh, what was it, Boondocks? How they would cast as all the white people, they were all black people. Oh, really? I think so. I think most of the voice actors were black people in general. Hmm. All right. Uh, moving on, uh, there's a Fallout series from the creators of uh, Westworld coming nope, to it's not gonna last. Amazon. I don't think it's. I don't think the creators. I don't think it's JJ um, Abrams. Bad robot. But it's like the the writer and the showrunner or something like that. Yeah, I mean, in general, there's enough lore there so they could write a, a hundred different seasons from Fallout. Right. Um, it's just a matter if they're planning on having a hundred different seasons as opposed to having a really good tight one season to get everybody hooked. I mean, yeah, it, it's a pretty cool universe. Yeah, I'm I'm currently actually playing uh, Fallout New Vegas. Oh, are you? And then I purchased uh, Fallout 4 to play later. Okay. So yeah, I'm, I'm deeply immersed in the lore and everything. I am... I'm currently trying to clear out some ghouls as we, not as we speak, but in this moment. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, there's, 
it could be good, I guess is what I was trying to say. I'm, I'm optimistic uh, yeah. about it. Uh, I mean, we're so far I out, and who knows when, when actual recording would start on it or anything, but but it's, I guess it, it's coming. It's They have it planned. Yeah. I think in general, the film industry, when it comes to creating new content, is going to catch up before the actual movie theaters. Because you can be more diligent while on set or on location. Okay, then, yeah. then you can with a bunch of randoms coming into a theater. Yeah, I guess that's true. So I think, if anything, we'll have a back catalog of things. And we'll know the good be... ones from the bad ones, because the good ones will all have uh, theater releases, and the bad ones are not as good. We'll all have VOD releases. Right. And you know what I was thinking the other day? You know how we are hearing constantly about things being pushed back and pushed back? You know what we don't hear about being pushed back? Morbius, the the new Spider-Man villain movie. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that was about to come out, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Oh, we have to do reshoots," and now it's silent. Nobody's <laughs> saying, "Oh, we're pushing this back until that." No, no, no. They're they're just gonna let this quietly go under the radar. Yeah, maybe. I wouldn't be surprised if they announced, "Oh, it actually had a theater release six months ago." <laughs> And now we're just waiting for it to come out on Disney+. Plus. It was the number one movie in the country because we rented out a theater. <laughs> yeah. Nowadays, it's actually more difficult to do that. Like, right now, the number one movie in the United States is Star Wars. Well, last weekend, it was Ghostbusters. Mm -hmm. I read that. And so... It's because the few theaters that are opening, they're playing classic stuff, and all the drive-in theaters are playing yeah. classic stuff. And like the the week before, it was like Jurassic Park. It was Jurassic Park, yeah. And I mean, those movies are fun to see on the big screen. It's it, it becomes an experience, especially when you know the movie. Well, like, um, no, like what, what was interesting was like the Ghostbusters was the number one movie, and I think it was like this. This weekend was supposed to be the weekend that the new Ghostbusters movie, whatever, was supposed to come out? Yeah. So, like, you know, happenstance there. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a planned thing. The studios want to get some money in, and they want to have buzz about things still. Right. Um, but Disney Plus is up 72% in users because of Hamilton. Because of Hamilton alone? Because of Hamilton alone. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. There but, are... I don't know. Like, it's it's cheaper to pay... What is it? $6 a month? Yeah. To... to That's like renting, basically, for a month. Oh, yeah, of, yeah. Of Hamilton. Like, they really I, should I have saw gone, like, VOD. And... And it was, like, 30% of users this month. The only thing that they've watched has been Hamilton. Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of people who got a subscription just for Hamilton and will let it go away at the end of the month. Yeah, that's probably true. Um, but in other Hamilton news, it is not eligible for an Oscar, despite the Oscars changing a rule recently where if it originally had a theater release date but then later came out on VOD, it was going to be still available for the okay. for the Oscars. Um, so then but why Hamilton, isn't it? What's that? I said, so then why isn't it? Well, 
there's another rule that what took place back in the 90s that recorded Broadway plays are not eligible for any Oscars. Okay. That, that is something that falls under Tony category. Right. And so it doesn't matter if it is number one. It doesn't matter if it's really well done. They're not eligible at all. Fair enough. So until they come out with the actual Hamilton movie... There's there's no point in worrying about the Oscars being ran over by Hamilton. Right. Um, so Brooklyn Nine-Nine, the casts have all been talking together, and they don't think that they will return back to filming because of how things are going in the world right now. Okay. Um, the, if they're able to find a hook that is that allows them to continue making comedy within the police force... They'll do it, but they're probably going to just retire the show. Yeah. Because it's hard to laugh at cops and the funny things that they do when right now there's so many things going on in the world involving the cops. Yeah, I guess that's true. I don't know. Like, making fun of cops seems better to me than, like, your Law & Order kind of shows and... I mean, and Brooklyn Nine-Nine has covered some of that stuff, like with Terry getting right uh, detained because he was black in the wrong neighborhood, and you know, dirty cops, they're always bringing those up, and mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. But I just, the, the cast themselves, also, they collectively spend a lot of money on bailouts for people who were being arrested and detained. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the cast just says that they're, they're constantly talking and pitching ideas and everything, but they don't see it being a show anymore. Yeah, I I guess I can see that. I'm not, I'm not too enthused by it, but I guess I can see it. I mean, if the cast themselves can't get behind the idea of it then there's just not really much of a point, you know? They should pull the Archer thing and do a Brooklyn Nine-Nine Vice. Yes. Have <laughs> them all be private detectives. Yep. Um, let's see here. So, filming in New Zealand, uh, resuming it has... I'm doing this, like, Yoda way, apparently. Yeah, you are. <laughs> all right, uh... Amazon's Lord of the Rings series and uh, Cowboy Bebop have resumed filming in New Zealand. Yeah, New Zealand has a lot of... uh, They were the first place to open back up. And apparently all casts and crews have to self-isolate for two weeks before they can start filming. Mm -hmm. And have regular checks. So, we'll see how well this goes. Like I said, if they stay kind of self-contained, I don't think there'd be any issue with it. Right. I think it'll cause a lot of tensions on set, especially if you have actors or cast members or crew that don't get along with one another. But they're basically signing agreements that if you're in New Zealand, you're basically just being with and socializing with whoever you're working with. Yeah. You're, you're in lockdown with, with people who aren't your family. Yeah. Which is better or worse, I suppose. I mean, at this point, you put me anywhere right now. I'll be pretty happy. I, Sarah and I were joking about how fun it would be to be kidnapped right now. 
That's funny. Somebody in a van just pulls me in, throws a bag over my head, and I'm like, oh, where are we going, guys? <laughs> That's funny. Um, but like, and the I bag think... isn't so that it blocks my view. It's literally just so I'm not wearing a face mask at the time, and they're like, oh, well, here's this. Right. <laughs> um, so, like, I keep reading news about, like, things, uh, like, like Cowboy Bebop, like, I, I'm excited for Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, uh, I think it's like, going to be good. Yeah, and um, I keep reading things about like the 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 live action um, Avatar: The Last Airbender that's being, and I'm all like, I keep seeing news that's all like news about this, and and then I look and they're all like, we don't know anything about casting or like when it's going to come yeah. out, or I, I was like, no, it's because. Because there's nothing going on right now. Yeah. But, like, they keep coming out with these news stories that make me think there are, and there's not. But no, they, they have no idea right now. Everybody's so up in the air. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't know. For To come up for with news for this podcast, I have to slog through, like, you know, like, twice as many articles that are just nothing coming out. And yeah. They're, like, they're trying to get clicks. <laughs> right now, most of the news that I'm getting through is really just Hollywood gossip. Right. There's been a lot of coverage on the uh, on the lawsuit between Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, but we just don't report on that kind of stuff. We just do, don't usually bring that right. stuff up. We're not we're not a a gossipy kind of podcast. No. And also, there's a lot of things coming up about who's got COVID right now. Right. And in general, we just don't talk about that. Like, right now, our podcast is 90% COVID. Right. Uh, so, uh, moving on, the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina has been canceled. Yeah, was it because lack of interest or just because they can't film anymore? Uh, I'm not real sure. I, I don't think Netflix really said why. Okay. Because um, I can see, like, the actors Either. are all going to be aging out of the roles. Right. That makes sense. Because it's, it's like a teen thing, right? I've actually never seen it. It is kind of teeny. It's, yeah. I believe it's so. in the same universe as, uh, um, what's it called? Riverdale? I'm drawing a blank on it now. What? Riverdale? Yeah, Riverdale. That's it. Yeah. It's, they're, they're, uh, Sabrina originally was part of the Archie comics. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it'd be pretty jarring if you go from like, I don't know, season seven or whatever it is to season eight and everybody is aged three years. Right. I guess that's true. Or in a lot of cases, I'm sure they just have to recast. Well, like there's, there's a whole nother part or season or something that's coming, uh, in a few months. It'll be out later this yeah. year, but that'll be it. Yeah. Fair enough. I don't, yeah, I don't I, know I, that it's going to have some sort of, like, wrap-up end, either. So I mean, they could just leave it out there and then pick it back up later on and have them do cameos in Riverdale or something, right. you know? I guess that's true. Um, and uh, let's see here. Wednesday, uh, finally, Peacock's going to become available to everyone. And by to everyone, I mean if you don't have a Roku or a Fire Stick... Then that's, that's that's for you, but, 
But if you have a Roku and a Fire Stick, then then you just like HBO Max. It sounds like you're not going to be able to. Like I I hate this that they're that Roku and Fire Stick have become like like cable networks. You know, then trying to carry the the like the broadcast channels and they they yeah. get into arguments with each other and like I'm gonna log into Roku then it's gonna be all like wish you could watch Peacock send them a message yes I mean there was a the whole thing about YouTube for a long time yeah so like this this really frustrates me mm-hmm. like uh I don't know at least I've got a Chromecast I watch a couple things from uh, HBO Max on the Chromecast. Last night. Yeah. Um, so basically, if you have a smart TV, if you have a Chromecast or Apple TV, you can watch it, right? Uh, yeah. I I don't know about Peacock. I don't know what exactly what devices is going to be available on, but my okay. my guess is there'll, there'll be a like an Android and iPhone app, and and you can Chromecast it, and probably Apple TV will work. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, that's coming out, and there's there's a couple shows that come out on Wednesday on it, and uh, I don't know. Like I, I'm interested to see how Peacock goes. Um, yeah. Like uh, and there's all those tiers. Uh, they're running a mm-hmm. sale kind of thing on them, where like if you sign up for a year for like the the five dollar one, then it's only like fifty bucks instead of. 60 bucks or no actually it's like 40 bucks that's the, the sale price is like 29 39.99 yeah that's not too bad and then like the, for the commercial free one it's usually ten dollars and instead it's like 80 bucks like ten dollars a month and it's it's 80 bucks for a year yeah so but like i don't know that a, I, I did that with, uh, whatchamacallit, with um, Disney Plus and bought a year up front. And, yeah. Um, I mean, typically that's the best way to do it. Yeah, it's cheaper, but I don't know that I would want to do that with Peacock or... I think with Peacock, you at least have the stability that you know it's going to be there, unlike things like Quibi or right other things where it could just go away. Like, maybe... Maybe if the Olympics had happened, like oh sure, because like the Olympics are supposed to be the big thing on Peacock, and like you would have to pay for it to get all the Olympics coverage. Mm-hmm. Which Sarah actually might be interested in that, you know? Yeah. So like, I I probably would have paid for Peacock to watch the Olympics, but but like I I don't feel like I don't know. I'll have to watch the free version and see what I'm missing. Yeah. Well, let me know what I'm missing because I can't even do that. Right. I don't know. I'll watch it in a browser or something. Yeah. I'm not worth willing to put up with that. You can put it on your phone and watch it on the toilet. No, I don't do that. I didn't do Quibi. (laughs) I'm not going to do it with Peacock. I don't want the Peacock seeing my cock. (laughs) Um, all right. So any other news or, no, I think we covered it. All right, so let's let's jump into some new releases. Yeah. Um, Netflix has a couple comedy specials. One from uh, Ursula Carlson called "Overqualified Loser." Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and that comes out like within this first week here. In the second week, there's uh, Jack Whitehall. I'm only joking. Um, and then there's a actual show uh, called Love on the Spectrum, which is like uh, like a series about um, about uh, let's see here. It's about people with like on the autism spectrum. Okay. Uh, falling in love and having relationships and things like that. It's it's a like a like a reality show, not a because there's that atypical show which is like about a, a kid on the spectrum and mm-hmm. and him trying to deal with things. I mean, it sounds like a form of exploitation, but you know, yeah, might as well. Oh, and then there's uh, Cursed, which is a, uh, uh, um, whatchamacallit, uh, it deals with the Lady in the Lake and the, what is that, Scalibur, the sword? Okay, King Arthur. And, uh, like, the Lady in the Lake gives it to someone to give to King Arthur, who, like, um, who in turn, like, takes it for themselves and uses it to save their people. Okay. I think think that was what it was about I suppose I could look that up I mean that's an interesting take on it um let's see here that's that's it for Netflix um Amazon has another Jim Gaffigan stand up special uh, The Pale Tourist and if he doesn't do uh, yeah. ten more minutes on horses, I'm gonna be dis- I'm gonna be disappointed. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> but yeah, in general, I like Jim Gaffigan and his stand-up. Uh, Did Sarah, you watch it the last one on Amazon? Her. What's that? Did you watch the last one on Amazon? I think so. It was quite a while ago, wasn't it? Uh, it has been a bit. Um, but he did do like ten minutes on horse of horse jokes. Yeah, I think we watched that. I'm not sure. Okay, like that that was the whole that was the best part of that was ten minutes of horse jokes. <laughs> I mean, he, he'll probably have to do another ten minutes, right? But I'm yeah, like I didn't love Jim Gaffigan before that, and then I watched that, and I was like, this is pretty good. And so yeah, I'm, I, I'm interested I in watching it. this next one. I actually own a couple of things on DVD. Back when that was a thing. Um, but Hulu has another Into the Dark, uh, Current Occupant, which is a President's Day horror, and the general concept is the person is in a mental mental institute, and they think that they are the current President of the United States. Okay. Is there some sort of twist where, like, they end up being the current President, or... I think they either are, or they just think they are, and they're a delusional person. Okay. But it's like this thing where you're supposed to feel as though it's a conspiracy where they're the president and they're being held. So gotcha. bad things can happen, but I don't know. Yeah. It can go either way where not whether or not it's real. <laughs> right. I mean, it could be that this person thinks they're the president, but actually somebody else in there is the president. Fair enough. Or it could be everyone else's 
mind controlled into believing that he's the president. Ooh. Fake news. Fake news, yep. Is all about discrediting yeah. it. No. I, um, I like that Hulu is doing these, but once again, I, it's just not my cup of tea. I'm probably not going to right, watch yeah, it. Right, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, the last couple have been not not as scary. Did this one yeah, seem scary? Yeah, they're more thrillers. Yeah. I mean, this one strikes me as more thriller. Like, it's a psychological thriller. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, and then some things coming on Peacock. Um, uh, there's a Brave New World series coming. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Did you watch the trailer for it? I did, yeah. Yeah, it's got, uh, the guy that, uh, was, uh, young Han Solo in the Solo movie. Yeah, it's it's got a very equilibrium feel. But, yeah, um, could be good. Yeah. Um... I mean, so the free version probably does not have Brave New World. You probably have to pay to watch Brave New World or yeah. be on Comcast service. So, well, yeah, I, I can definitely see them doing stuff like that. I hope they don't, but I, I bet you they will. Um, let's see, what else? They've got a British series called The Capture. And it's about, like, British intelligence. And, like, um, I don't know, it's a, uh, like a spy thriller kind of thing. Yeah. Britain, all they have is, like, James Bond-esque things. Just in general? Yeah, just in when general. Like, to... all of their, they don't have cop dramas they don't have cop movies they have james bond it's always international spy or mi6 or oh, this is supposed to be to do with um like like surveillance kind of system kind of stuff like like people watching the cameras and yeah and they usually have like a lot of gadgets and things you know yeah but that this is a, that's a very serious one, and then as a more comedic sort of stuff, they have this this other show, Intelligence. So don't get these two mm -hmm. shows confused. One is about intelligence, and is much more serious, and one is called Intelligence, and has uh, David Schwimmer. Yeah, in a comedic it's supposed role. to be. It's supposed to be like uh, like Space Force or something like that, right? It's a comedy look at. Uh, he plays like the NSA. Like, um, like liaison for like British intelligence and comes in and okay does stupid things. <laughs> okay, yeah, Sarah would probably like that. She likes cringe comedy. Um, and then there's a show called Lost Speedways, which is uh, it features uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. looking at like like uh, old race tracks and things like okay yeah i mean if you're into that i'm sure that'd be really cool um i'm sure there's probably more stuff that's coming uh on peacock just because they're launching a new service but that's really all i i saw i mean they've got all the back catalog stuff too yeah, so true. office all that kinds of stuff is going to be available on it uh, traditional TV, ABC has a series called United We Fall, 
which is like a like a family um, comedy series starring uh, Will Sasso. Okay, I like Will Sasso. Yeah. And then there's like a like the, um, the Parks and Recreation thing. There's a Thirty Rock Upfront special, is what it's called. Yeah, we'll probably check that out at some point. Yeah. Um. See your streaming movies. Uh, we've got uh on Peacock, so I guess there's more on Peacock. Uh, Psych Two: Lassie Come Home, which is I didn't finish watching Psych, so I kind of have to watch. Yeah, I feel like you have to watch the whole thing, and then the movie, and then now the second movie. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed the show. I don't know why I quit watching it, but I did. Yeah, yeah. I I liked it as well. Uh, there's a kids movie on Netflix called The Larva Island Movie. Uh, the larvas are... It's just a bunch of fart jokes. Is it? Yeah, it's just it's just these little literal bugs that just fart all the time. That... That sounds like something you'd make up. Nope. Okay. <laughs> yep. It's like a Korean thing, originally. Alright. Uh, Netflix also has The Kissing Booth 2. Okay. Um, and uh, it's, I don't know, sequel to The Kissing Booth, which did pretty well, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and then... Um, Amazon has a movie, Radioactive, which is a biopic about, uh, can you guess, or did you look it up? Uh, I, I don't know, Marie Curie? Yes, Marie Curie. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like, here's a fun fact. Marie Curie's uh, tomb is actually lead-lined because she is still radioactive. Oh, wow. Yeah. She got massive and massive amounts of radioactive, uh, radio, uh, Radiation? Doses of radiation. Uh, and then Netflix has another movie called Fatal Affair. And um, it's got uh, Omar Epps and I um, can't remember the girl's name. Uh, it's but, basically Fatal Attraction, isn't it? Uh, I, don't, I don't know Fatal Attraction, so... A uh, guy uh, cheats on his wife. The person he cheats with is kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Yep. Except she doesn't actually cheat on him. Like, she starts to and then is all like, no, I can't do this. But I guess that's debatable on, on whether or not that's actually cheating. Fair enough. But, like, like she stops, but then the guy's all like, we should be together. <laughs> and like okay, we were yeah. good together and it's like no there we weren't together anyway um so that's fatal affair in my own yeah. terrible words um so there's a horror movie on vod called the relic okay and it's basically creepy old people because they're relics or, I, I don't know if it's got another meaning or something, but it's just creepy old people is really what it boils down to. Okay. Like, it's this family that go to take care of their grandmother, and 
grandmother is missing and then shows up and she's changed. I see. Yeah. Uh, what um, also, uh, I, I mean, it just seems like something that would come out this October. Gotcha. Um, also coming out is The Carer. And it's about a guy who needs somebody to take care of him. He's a bit racist. Uh, it's in Britain. So it's it's, it's basically um, upside down with uh, Brian Cranston and oh yeah, it, it's it's kind of like that. Um, and I don't know if this was VOD or if it was on something else, but there's also the Coven, which seems like a cheap version of the Craft. Okay. Like, it's these girls in high school who create a coven, and they start doing mean things to each other, and their powers grow, but it's, like, the effects look crappy. You can see that they have contacts in their eyes when their eyes are weird. Like, it's it's something that definitely would have been pushing VOD if theaters were doing. Like, it, it would be something right. that would be out for one weekend. Gotcha. Um, I think that wraps us up for new releases. Yeah, what have we been watching? I've been watching a lot of TV. Um, so I watched uh, last week tonight. It wasn't on last week, but it was on the previous week. And I was waiting for it to start. And I was, I was sitting there on HBO Max. And, uh, so I, uh, watched Axios, which is like a news show kind of thing. Yeah. Like a much more serious news show than, and they do like interviews with people and, um, like the one I watched, they interviewed like the CEO of Delta Airlines and, uh, what's her face? Stacy, what's the, the lady that. From Georgia, the no for governor Stacy, nope. whatever. Okay, um, but they talked to her about like, um, like the the current climate of things and and then whether or not she was interested in being the vice presidential pick mm-hmm. and things like that. It was kind of cool. Um. I'd like to watch more of it, but it's it's more it's it's definitely a more serious news sort of thing. But it's all it's all interviews. Okay, fair enough. Um, but yeah, so that and last week tonight are what I've watched. Um, as far as that goes, on I, I've been watching a fair amount of HBO stuff just because I have it now. Yeah, might uh, as well. I watched the first like three episodes of Mrs. Fletcher. Yeah, what one's that? What, what what what's that about? <laughs> it is about a woman whose son goes off to college, and she's like a like a divorced mother who her son goes off to college, so she's all by herself now, and she's got a she's basically figuring out what to do with herself. And, okay. Um, it is it is super sexual. <laughs> yeah, a lot of HBO stuff is in general. Um, but it's like a 30 minute, um, more, it's, it's lighthearted, but it's, 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 it's super sexual. Like, 
I don't know. Okay. Like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> but like, I don't know. It's got like it's got Catherine Hahn. And I like Catherine. Yeah. I I like her a lot. Do you like her more because of the show? Yes, yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like I like I like to imagine that she's actually like this in person now, and so like, I'm like I yeah. Anyway. Okay. Fair enough. Um, um, very similar. I've been watching Survivor Man. What uh, is that? So, uh, it's uh, it's like uh, it's it's a guy who goes out and has to survive in certain situations. But the thing is, instead of like with Bear Gorillas, you know how he has a camera crew, and after they're done filming, they all go to like a hotel and they stage a lot of stuff, like a lot of issues, like him falling off a cliff. Okay. Well, with Survivor Man, he's the only person. Like, he sets up cameras, and he'll walk, like, a quarter mile away, and then he'll have to come back and get the camera. Okay. Like, he films the entire thing all by himself. So, not only is he having to survive, he's having to lug around, like, 60 pounds of film equipment in the rainforest, or in the Sahara, or in the Arctic Circle. And so, a lot of the stuff is on YouTube, and so, it's it's really good. So you you've been watching that and Taskmaster on YouTube, right? Yeah. Like, do you you just deal with the commercials? Yeah, for the most part, Taskmaster got really bad. Like it was at ridiculous moments, it would have a commercial. With Survivor Man, I actually don't notice the commercials as much, so it's not as jarring. Like, uh, so I was paying for Google Play Music. And it's going away, so I switched from it to Spotify. And yeah. uh, with Google Play Music, you get YouTube Premium. So I, I haven't seen ads on YouTube in, like, years. And then I went to watch some Taskmaster because you suggested it. Yeah. And and I was like, what are these ads? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's pretty ridiculous. Um, let's see here. I've also like... been watching. Go ahead. You're like. Out I've also been watching Holy Moly Two, the sequel. Okay. Are they, they're calling it Holy Moly Two. Holy Moly Two, the sequel. Okay. And it's um, it's extreme mini golf. Yeah, I watched like the like first season of that. If if you take um, like Wipeout and add. Putt putt. Mm-hmm. You get holy moly, and it's really fun. Like Ron Rickle is—I think that's his name, Ron. Yeah, Ron Riggles. Riggles. Yeah, that's it. He's really funny in it. And I don't know. It—it it seems like this is the kind of mini golf place uh, I'm going to go. Steph Curry. Because uh, he was What's the that? one who, like, originally set all up and was like the golf pro or whatever. Steph Curry. Yeah, yeah, he's he's still in it. It's just that his stuff is all animated. Okay. Because I don't think they could film it before the virus hit. Okay. So like he gives them all their their golden putter and their uh, golf jacket via animation. <laughs> all right, I I may have to give that a watch then. 
Yeah, it's, it's, fun it's fun. It's still fun. It's fun to watch with the whole family. Um, let's see here. I watched more Central Park. Yeah, I have to come back to that. I need to actually sit down and watch it with Sarah sometime. Yeah, it's it's getting pretty good. Okay. Um, let's see here. I watched uh, Close Enough on HBO Max. We talked about this before, the animated uh, series. Yeah, I think so. Um, it's, it's a Cartoon Network show. And so it, it lies in between, like... I don't know, like it's like heaviness and silliness and things. It's, um, I don't know, it's somewhere between like the Bob's Burgers sort of family sort of show and uh, maybe like Family Guy, like somewhere between there. Like okay. the first episode like moments had, where it's a little raunchy. Like, yeah, like it's, it's not bad as far okay. as like raunchiness goes but it's not it's not uh like kid friendly exactly so somewhere in the middle okay like, like there's one part where like she gets trapped in like a sitcom kind of thing and like she's like oh, we're in this show and we got to get out and she's like i know we'll do what we can't do on tv and so she's like starts flashing the cameras and like giving them the finger and <laughs> Fair so enough, there's, yeah. There's that. But, like, that's as bad as it gets. Okay. Um, and what was that on? That's on HBO Max. Okay, fair enough. Um, I watched the first part of the first episode of Don't. Okay, the first part of it? Yeah, I, I didn't like it. I got bored and... Really? I was like, I've seen enough of this. Yeah. Okay. It just, I got to the point where it's like, I don't care whether or not these people win money or not. Yeah, the people were kind of dumb. Yeah. Like, they could have had better people. But, like, the... Like, the show doesn't stand up without um, Ryan Reynolds' narration at all. Yes, I agree. And it's just, for me, it's not worth tuning in just for that. I'll just okay. watch Deadpool. Fair enough. Um, me and the family have also been watching The Floor is Lava, which is on Netflix. Yeah, I watched the first episode of that. We've watched a lot of the episodes. Really? And it seems like a lot of fun. It seems like something that uh, it'd be fun to do as a family. Mm -hmm. And we've had our kids like climbing around on pillows and Violet's like, No, Daddy, you're in the lava! <laughs> right? Like I... I was about to ask if like your kids are playing at home. They're they're not really allowed to climb on furniture, but they're able to toss like cushions and pillows down. Okay. And so they've been doing that. Fair enough. Um so I watched a couple anime series. I watched uh B and A, which um What's is an really ass? good. Right? <laughs> Boobs and ass. Um, no, it's like, what, what is it? Like, I can't remember what it stands for. It's like Beast something something. But like, uh, yeah. the show's about, um, a girl who's a human who gets turned into a Beastman. Is, and okay. goes to live in the Beastman city. 
and um, and is like looking for a cure to turn back into a human. Okay. And uh, it's it's really good. Um, check, that's Netflix, isn't it? Yeah, it's on Netflix. I'll have to check that out then. Like, uh, it's it's pretty lighthearted, but it's still got a really good story. Um, let's see here. Becca was watching, and I've watched some of uh, Food Wars. Are you familiar with this at all? No, not at all. Like, it's it's about uh, a kid who. His dad is a chef, and he's, like, going to, like, he transferred into this school, like, for for this cooking school. Okay. And is, like, they have, like, food wars, like, 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 uh, Iron Chef style, like, battles. Yeah, like yeah. And, um, but, like, in this, they, they make food, and then, like, they, they always have people try the food. And it's always a female mm-hmm. character trying the food. And they all, like, it gets really sexual when they try the food. Like, like there's one guy, yeah. like, there's one time where he, like, tendered a steak by rubbing honey on it to make it tender faster, like, make it more okay. tender faster. Yeah. And then, like, like this girl takes a bite. She's like, the honey. And it's all, like, like it shows, like, bees coming out and pouring honey, like, on her mostly naked body. Fair enough. She's making like orgasm sort of noises. Uh huh. So like, and it happens every time there's a meal that's made. <laughs> okay. And it's a little much yeah, for me. Yeah, like some of that stuff. If you got a really funny premise around it, it's it's okay. But there's a lot of them where I think that's the only point of actually watching them. Yeah. But the the storyline's not bad. But the, mm-hmm. but that that's just the the that's a little over the top for me. Yeah. And uh, I think that's the only anime I watched. I was trying to throw it all together. Um. Oh no! I watched uh, Tower of God. Okay. Is that which, also anime? Yes. And um, it's a Crunchyroll original. Uh, it aired from like April to June and, uh, the dubbed version, which is what we're watching, uh, is still coming out. They're on like episode nine or 10 and, uh, of 13. And so we watched the first, uh, like three or four episodes last night. Oh, cool. And it's, it's, um, about a... Like, there's the tower, and you gotta, like, go through the levels of the tower, and you reach the top, and you get, like, godlike powers. And, um, like, there's a girl and a boy, and the girl, like, it's like she dies and then goes to the tower, and he, like, goes to be with her. And she's gone, like, ahead of him, and he's, like, trying to get through the tower to get to her. And, okay. like, there's different trials and things. Yeah. And it's it's pretty good so far. Okay. I'll like, check that out, too. I've had a number of people um, tell me that it's, like, one of the best ones of 2020. So, I've been watching it. Okay. Um, so, that's as far as anime goes. 
I watched a little uh, the second season of Mr. Iglesias. Yeah, is that good? It's it's a lot of pun jokes. Yeah. Um, but it's not it's not terrible. Okay. Uh, I am almost done with Love Victor. I've got like one more episode to watch. And you enjoyed Love Simon, right? Yes. Okay. And Simon actually shows up in like episode eight. Okay, that's fun. Um, let's see here. Am I missing anything? That may no, be I think it. You're good. Uh, what about movies? Um, I watched the comedy special Litter Room uh, by Catherine or with Catherine Ryan, and she's one of the people in like the second or third season of Taskmaster. Okay. And she's just really funny. She's got a lot of like single mom humor. Okay. Did you watch uh, but it we enjoy you saw her, her comedy Taskmaster? What's that? Did you watch it because you saw her on Taskmaster? Well, we I, we watched Taskmaster, and then Sarah was telling somebody else about Taskmaster, and they're like, oh, Catherine Ryan is in that. Oh, she's my favorite comedian. And so that made us look up her specials on Netflix, and she's got like two specials. Okay. But it was really funny. It was entertaining. She's got a really good sense of humor. It's like borderline, like, raunchy. Okay. But it's it's good. It's really good. We enjoyed that. Um, what else I you watched, watching? I watched Mulan 2. Oh, why? Because <laughs> Becca was all like, I didn't know this existed. Let's watch this and turned it on. And I was like, okay. It's one of those things that should have been, I think it actually was originally just. Yeah, um, I, I think it was direct video. video. But uh, yeah. it's okay. It, it, it's bad. No, it's just bad. Don't don't play that up. My girls, for some reason, they like the crappy sequels to things more than they like the originals. Really? Yeah. That's funny. Um, but yeah, I, I watched that while I worked on homework like yesterday. Fair enough. And uh, I also watched uh, Palm Springs, which how was that? It's really good, I think. <laughs> I, I'm I'm planning on watching. I forgot that it actually came out a couple nights ago. Yeah. And um and so I, I I'm meaning to watch it. Like it looks really good. It's it's pretty good. Um it's uh so uh it's playing at my local uh drive in. Oh fun. Um and I think, like, if I went to the drive-in to watch it, like, the first 15 minutes of it would make me uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, really? Okay, fair enough. I'll, um, I'll have to watch that and see if I feel the same. Like, there's, I don't know, like, awkward sex scenes and things, but... Yeah, it's fine. But, yeah, like, I don't know, It's it's a little... Like, I don't know. Like, I guess it's... Is it an R-rated comedy? Does it have a rating? I think it is. I'm not sure. I'm going to give it a Google here and see. Uh, 2020 Palm Springs. Yes, it's an R-rated comedy. Okay. Like, it's supposed to be like a darker Groundhog Day, right? Uh, It is, yeah. Like, it's... Groundhog Day is the the idea behind it. 
Do they mention Groundhog Day? Uh, no. They just refer to it as like a, a time loop sort of situation in which you may have heard of. Okay, fair enough. Um, I watched all of Hamilton with Sarah. Mm-hmm. And we're intending to watch it with the kids sometime. Okay. Because they've listened to the music time and time again. Um, and we wanted to pre-watch it just to make sure it right. didn't have... Like, it wasn't too raunchy or violent or anything. So um, and fucks. so, yeah, we'll probably one end up fuck. watching it sometime. What's that? So it's only got one fuck? It does. And actually, I didn't really even notice the fuck. Okay. I noticed the bleeps more than I noticed the single fuck. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it's really good. It's really well done. Um, I, like I said, I enjoyed the music from the studio recorded album. But that's the way I feel about all music. I don't really like live music. I like studio recorded versions. Um, but I haven't watched a whole lot because I was playing the fractured butthole South Parks, the fractured mm-hmm. butthole, and it plays out like a movie. So <laughs> I feel as though I can include it in this. Okay, it, it was really enjoyable. Are you done with it, or how are you? How far? I yeah, I have I have not completed it. Completed it, but I have gone through the entire storyline. Okay. Like I'm missing some. And you did the same with um, the Stick of Truth, didn't you? What's that? You played through the Stick of Truth as well, right? I did. Yeah, I played through the whole Stick of Truth, and I missed just one collectible. Which uh, which uh, which game's better? Stick of Truth. Is it? Yeah. Just because of truth, the think, story or because of, like, play style or? I think the play style is just better with the Stick of Truth. Um, the whole um, battle chess kind of a thing that it's got going on, it just would have been better if it was turn-based. Okay. Um, but still, they were both enjoyable. It was definitely worth the... $13 or 15 bucks I spent on it. Okay. Uh, let's see here. I, I haven't watched anything else. What do you got? I also watched Super Troopers the other okay. night. Okay. Um, and it's probably the best of the cop movies that I've seen in the sense that they're actually <laughs> not that horrible to people. They're just kind of horrible to each other. Right. Like, all the other cop movies, it's really, like, about how horrible they are to the public and how they get away with stuff. Mm-hmm. And in this, it's just competing cops. So, I don't know. It's It was good. Fair enough. But, yeah, that's that's all I've got. Uh, you want to wrap up? Sure. Right. Um... Yeah, so you can leave us a message at uh, message.mediamondayshow.com. Mm-hmm. You can and email you can... us at uh, mediamondayshow at gmail.com. Uh, you can give us a like Find and leave Facebook. a message on Facebook. I think we have a Twitter. We do. It used to post the episodes, and now it doesn't, and so there's nothing. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, but yeah, you could probably reach us there at least if you wanted to reach out to us. Um, but yeah, let us know what you think of the thing. Let let us know what you think of the show. Um, here in a few weeks, I think I'll have a surprise for the show. I'm not even going to tell Gino. Oh, I did. We forgot the game. Oh well, we'll we'll do that next time. Okay. 
All right, so we got a game next time. In yeah. two weeks, tune in for a game. All right, yeah. We're going to do... Uh, we'll just tell you it's a game, and I won't tell you till next time. All right, <laughs> so we'll see you in two weeks. Right, um, thank you, and Unless somebody kidnaps us, which hope they do. It'll be an adventure. <laughs> All right. See you in two right. weeks. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.